I'm about to go live. Kia ora e te whanau. Ko Inez Waitaho. You'll know my uh, brand on my social media accounts is Inez White Indigenuity. Woo woo. Bang bang. And it's uh, lovely to be talking to you all again. So I am... My name is Inez. I'm a registered property valuer, practicing property valuer. I specialize in the valuation of whenua Māori, customary land titles, ground rentals. Um, what else? What else? Yeah, native title. Um, and home ownership for whānau Māori. It is so nice to be back with you after about 12 months away, a solid 12 months. I have just abandoned all my social media accounts and um, this is my very socially awkward um, introduction back into this world with you all. So thank you for for you know letting me, for holding space for me today and um, you're going to find this will be available on my YouTube channel as a video for those of you who prefer seeing it and then also as a podcast I'm going to continue my Spotify podcast. You can find me on there as Indigify, I-N-D-I-G-I-F-Y, Facebook account, Inez White Indigenuity, there we go, and my website indigenuity.com co.co um, and we've got episode one today I'm calling it Māori Land Mondays if you haven't already figured out what it might be about on Mondays um, I'm going to make the theme of all my kōrero about Māori Land about whenua Māori and this ties into where I've been for the last 12 months actually for the last two years actually for the last 11 years but I really decided to focus myself into the um, a personal or a whānau Māori land whenua Māori case through the Māori land court and uh, such was the importance it was so important to me the outcome that uh, that I decided that it, nothing else was worth it with as much as, as this as this journey and this um, pathway I was taking. And so Māori Land Mondays is going to be about, um, not just about sharing with you all information about whenua Māori, it's going to be using specifically my journey um, through my own Māori Land scenario, through the Māori Land Court, which I came out, um, I would say, I don't know if the right terminology is to say successful, but I won, I self-represented, represented myself, um, on the other side was a lawyer specialising in whenua Māori and multiple whānau members who are um, pakeke, who are senior to me and the generation above. And for any of you who might be wondering right now, from the beginning, is this interesting, going to be interesting for you, enough for you to follow? Um, I hope that gives you some insight into the theme, the kaupapa, okay? It has been one of the hardest um, 
things for me to do in my little old wahine Māori life. Um, for those of you who are new to this podcast, um, ko te arawa te waka, ko te arawa tōku iwi. So I am from te, ar- te arawa and I am uh, originally from Rotorua, both through both my parents. Um, Ohini Matu on one side and Mauria on the other side. Ngāti Pukiao, Ngāti Whakaue. O Ngāti Whakaue, Ngāti Pukiao. Um, so on many levels, a great challenge. So let's take a step back. That's what it's going to be about. But if you would like to know what I've been doing for the last 12 months, I needed to, at the time, I felt I needed to withdraw from everything. My business, um, comms, communications, <coughs> social media, checking my emails, um, I felt the need to push everything I had, all my energy into um, a Māori land case where, I, like I said, I wasn't going to pay anybody, no lawyers, no experts, just just do what I felt was right and um, do that on my own against lawyers and whānau. And I came out, on, on top is not the right way to say it, but you know, it went, it went my direction and at the time I felt that the way I needed to do that was to exclude everything else from my radar that's how I tend to be as a person I tend to do one thing at a time with full intensity uh, all my energy all my time all my resources all my focus and perhaps that's why I look successful at certain things in life um, but if you stand back what it is is I tend to be successful on whatever I'm focusing on and I fail at everything else around that could be whānau could be relationships uh, studies work whatever there's always something or many things that I'm failing at at any one time um, but whatever I'm focusing on and I've decided to focus on I will come out you know successful in it in saying that, I'm I'm close to forty. I'm forty this year. I am tired of struggling. I'm tired of battling. Um, I suppose myself. I'm tired of. I want to. Sorry, not tired. I want to learn. I am learning new ways of behaving that are both sustainable for me personally, professionally um, and in relationships. I no longer want to pay prices that I don't need to pay. And so I'm, I've decided to try something different which was to talk to you all on a theme on something that has been a huge burden to me and instead of it being a burden swap it around so that it now becomes <coughs> an opportunity to share solutions with others how's that sound so over these episodes Māori Land Mondays which will go into my podcast um, 
I'm going to, here's the podcast here. So you just go into Spotify and you search up this. Okay, Spotify and then search up Indigify. I'm, um, at first it's going to be kind of all over the place, I reckon. Just being me. I never plan my episodes or anything, I just talk. And so I'm going to record my thoughts and try and go back as far as I can possibly in, in history and time. And I'll flip back and forth to present day, to past, to present day. So, long story short, for just for today. As some of you may know, in 2016, my mother died. 2017, my koro died. Obviously very close to both of them. Me, being me, as many of you who are listening are, um, my whenua and where I come from is a huge part of my identity, which also flicks into being a huge chasm, chasm? Hello, son. Um, gaping canyon, like a canyon where I can be hurt in that same place. I think we all can be like that, right? When we connect to a certain part of our identity so strongly and don't leave a lot of room for other things, um, it also makes you quite vulnerable. Anyway, I... Um, Out of that, which many of you can relate to, came whenua Māori issues, wills, inheritance, um, what else, disputes, and as my mum had passed away, and then my koro, and then my kuia is not in a, you know, a good state necessarily, compass mentis, I think they, they call it. I'm the eldest mokopuna and the eldest daughter. And my mother's the eldest daughter. The eldest child. And I'm the eldest child. And I'm the eldest mokopuna. So just the dynamics, without going into too much detail, I've become uh, my mum's representative for my mum's children on matters to do with the whanau, the wider whanau. There were dynamics, as whanau have, that... Um, I've inherited a space in. And one of those is disagreements about how land and whenua should be divested after one of your, you know, your your pakeke, your kaumatua, your koraua, your tupuna pass on. All right. Now, with that came... Māori land or whenua, Māori land court hearings, okay, I am the one, the applicant who put in the application to have the Māori land court intervene where we as a whānau couldn't do it ourselves, where myself as a woman in the next generation felt bullied and dismissed, experienced what I consider to be unethical behaviour that I have seen continue for over 11 years. 
And then obviously in the last five years, I've had first-hand experience because I've been the replacement trustee and so forth and representative for my mother. So last year, around about, I can't even remember, about this time last year or a bit later, I got notification from the Māori Land Court of... Um, sort of like, I don't know the actual term, but an injunction, you know, where I follow all the rules um, and the processes in accordance with the Māori Land application. And don't worry, I'll be, I'll be teasing these out in details. And then the other party put, like, went to get a, a lawyer, um, a Māori Land specialist lawyer, and they put a stop to it saying, we need more time. Um, to discuss the sale of property. Essentially, I am against the sale of Fano land because it disconnects all of us from the land when there is no need, in my opinion, for one person of a wider Fano to own land. That is not Māori Fakaro Māori. That is not right. It's not tika. And I'll, like I said, I'll, I'll tease this out. Um, and all I'm trying to establish is that we can all own land whenua together when we have whakapapa rights to it. And we do not have to go about the process of claiming under one person. Okay. So the Whenua, the Māori Land Court reached out to me and said, this is what we've found. Um, it might have been near the beginning of the year. And then come around about this year, 12 months ago, this time last year, 12 months ago, they let me know that I had a hearing date and that that hearing date would be the 1st or 2nd of December. Okay. So again, along the way, I'll give you the case. You can go and have a look at the case notes. Um... So after putting a delay in place, the other party, like I said, there was multiple on that side, all men, um, delayed something for, I think it was 6 to 12 months, delayed an inevitable outcome. The inevitable outcome the first time was that I put in an application to, um, what do you call that thing, succeed to land under the will. And... Then that was delayed for six months. The, let, the judge gave them the six months to do what they said they were going to do, and they didn't. So come six months later, um, they were more or less, or oh, threatening might not be the right word, making the statement and doing bullying, having making using bullying tactics by talking to everyone in the family except for me about what they were planning on doing. Oh, we're going to sell the land, as if they didn't have to ask me. Now, remember, I'm a quarter owner. Um, what else? Posturing, ignoring, not reaching out. Everybody knows my email, my phone number, how to contact me by, you know, mail. But instead, they'll tell my, my whānau members who ring and tell me. And it has been distressing. It has been distressing at times. No, it was distressing. <laughs> so, 
I get to this time last year and I thought rather than being distressed I'm going to stop everything and I'm going to put my own professional energy time and money and my whole self into into this because this means something to me um and I turned up to my hearing and I was the only one and 7 p.m the night before after me my children my whanau turned up the other party through their lawyer just said oh sorry no we won't be going down that we won't be standing in the way of that so they were just time wasting just exhausting people exhausting me I showed up anyway on the day and I had my say to the judge judge Cox said and I made sure that that was on record that I followed through that he he made the judgment in my favor which was that we would all succeed to the land um, under the will. Okay, easy. So what I had applied for a good 12 months before, so 2019, um, was found in my favor two thousand about 12 months later. Kapoi. So this came about, why I'm doing this Māori Land Mondays and this podcast from now on and sharing in my videos is because just last night I was contacted again to say another round of this bullshit is starting um, this time posturing again to say that they're going to sell the land and um, preparing the documents through their lawyers and things like that and again I'm going to represent myself which representing myself means I'm representing my brothers sisters and um, our, our mokupuna because my mother isn't here to do that for us and that we will not be alienated from our whenua, whakapapa whenua, whenua whakapapa. Um, and that we will, I will not be as a w- woman treated with disrespect and ignored and bullied by putting in place lawyers and using manly, you know, being men and older men to bully me into silence. For this whole 12 months and the 12 months before and the 11 years before that, Myself, my children and my tāne have been wearing the burden of trying to avoid my attempts to avoid the shame. The shame of being ashamed of how my family behaves. Being ashamed of how... I don't understand why they've become so non-Māori in their thinking and in their activities and behaviours and how ashamed I am that they will, first of all my mother died from the pressure, from the illness, I don't care what you say, yeah, that goes back to other people now, that's not mine to just try and avoid all my social media and my business accounts just to avoid saying the truth and then our koro, the pressure from related to this whole 11 year journey, 10 year journey um, and then for me the cost on my whānau, my children directly and through business and, and then all my clients and followers and then me wearing it as if I'm the problem. So last night when I found out about this new wave of intent that they have 
to continue and it'll just keep continuing. It's been 11 years of doing the same tactics, which is you just keep ignoring people and gaslighting your whanau. Eventually people get tired and they start to die. Well, last night I was just about ready to give up on my kaupapa of trying to share professional advice and, and my experiences to encourage more of our people to get into home ownership and to occupy whenua Māori and to be um, have solutions for our Māori land. And I was about to give up and I thought, you know what, if this is what I'm talking about but my, but my own personal experience is, is, is kino, is hara, uh, then I don't, maybe it's a sign that I shouldn't be doing this, I should be moving with the times and, and getting out. Um, and then I had, like I said, the, ultimately my family pays the price and we have arguments and we have tension. So once I went to sleep and I woke up and I thought, no, you know what? Instead of forcing myself into silence and keeping the secrets of unethical people, or unethical behaviour, and really non-Māori behaviour, I'm going to share the solutions that I have found that have made me successful for me and my family in this domain. I'm going to share the journey, both past and now to present, and what I'm going to do going forward, because again, I'm going to represent myself and my family on our own behalf in the Māori land court and be proactive but I was about to give up and I thought nah as difficult as it's going to be as high as the price will be because it takes a lot of energy I am just going to continue to not offer my Māori land services um, and individual consultations to people in this time while I am instead of, instead of spending it on everybody else I'm going to spend the time on myself and my family and our whenua but I'm going to share the journey with you. And if you can pick up any solutions along the way, that is the intent of this. Because I am certainly, but last night it didn't feel like this, but I realized I am most certainly not the only person who is going through native title issues, indigenous Maori land issues, Maori land issues. Okay, but I have been successful along the way and I need to recalibrate and focus on that and share the things that have um, allowed me and my little whanau to be successful the strategies and instead of focusing on the exhausting um, bullying tactics I'll call it that I'm going to focus on the just methodical step-by-step things that I do do um, if you are a client, a friend, a relative, anybody who has just wondered why I haven't replied, it's because this really means a lot to me. If if you if you take that fundamental thing, my business and me is built on my identity and how I feel about where I'm from. And if that is about to be taken away, then there's no amount of money relationships and goals that sort of mean anything to me because then I'm lost um, and I'm going to deal with that too I'm going to find other ways to be have self-worth a self-identity but that will take time 
that's been 40 years of living that way and thinking and feeling that way it's going to take time so that's where we're at and we'll do this every Monday I'm going to record whatever I've been up to whether that's unpacking the past over the last 11 years or the last two years or the Mighty Land Court process the details of it and then what we're going to do from this moment forward we'll do it all that's why it's going to take Mondays regularly moving forward all right so this is awkward episode one I call it awkward episode one because there's no structure you're probably tired by now but I just had to get started and get it done yes I will still be difficult to get a hold of um I have three projects though that I will tell you about. So don't worry about me. Am I struggling business-wise? The business is still going cool. We are about to launch our first tribal or iwi credit union in conjunction with, I'm just going to say it and they can tell me off later. This, I'll just delete this part of the video if they tell me not to. Te Arawa So proud. So home ownership education. My program will now be integrated, in, integrated into um, our iwi home ownership lending model so I'll be, I'll be in charge of that be leading that and that's probably going to be coming up about September well September soon let's say October and we're aiming for 60 homeowners 60 borrowers at least approved in the first 12 months as a, as a pilot yeah that's right it's been on the down low for that last 12 months as well um, I am uh, what was the other thing I'm valuing 8,000 valuations. Just don't ask. Valuation time is just super busy. I don't have time to do any mortgage valuations. No, I don't. But I do have time to do Māori, uh, to do marae, and the insurance um, valuations that go with marae, including toy. Mahi, including whakairo. Uh, all the artwork so normally people valuers apart from maybe one or two I think will not value the whole lot I will be valuing the whole lot why because I graduated I went back to to Kura to Te Wānanga or Raukawa last year and I did my diploma in so heke toi whakarākai um, I wanted to be able to learn from our men from our Māori, Matauranga Māori and add it to my valuation profession rather than being going around with my valuation credentials and be like I know what to do so doing that and I'm in year two of my degree of the Pautuarongo Toi Whakarākai um, and year three next year so the only work I'm doing valuation work is valuation of marae this year I won't be starting till about October Okay, taking clients over the next 12 months. So lots of good news, everybody. Remember, you can listen to this on Spotify. Just search for Indigify. You can watch this on um, my website, indigenuity.co. And my YouTube channel. And if people get feels because they feel like I'm exposing too much information about them, well, I'm sorry. We've had a good few years now to keep everything under wraps. And I'm not about that life anymore. 